The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line, this is a bit of a trip. We've got James Young, who is a venue owner in Melbourne of the Cherry Bar, but also he's the official nightmare of Melbourne. And uh, they're talking about the situation in Melbourne, of course, and how there's been some massive impacts to Melbourne's nightlife, but also the underground music scene of Melbourne has got together and they've put together a very brief song, goes for about, I think, a minute, 50 seconds, but the song's entitled Get the Jab. So they're encouraging people to get out there and get vaccinated. We'll give you a, a bit of a spin of the song in just a moment, but James is on the line. Good morning and thanks for being with us. Um, good morning. Thank you very much, uh, Mitchell. Yeah, well, I think the important thing about this initiative is it's uh, this one's not coming from the government. It's not coming from the um, health authorities. It's not paid for um, um, by government in any way. It's a message from the street. It's coming from the artists and the artists of Melbourne in a national message um, are really frustrated that they're not able to earn money or be on stage. And so um, we've got together um, sort of a one-off Melbourne underground supergroup um, called The Jabs and written a song called Get The Jab and made a kind of humorous film clip with a few interesting um, guest appearances. The Lord Mayor Sally Capps in it, um, Chris Cheney from The Living End, Kylie Aldis from The Bamboos, the CEO of um, Live Nation, Roger Fields in it. And all getting together with a the, with the simple message, which is we're sick of these lockdowns and we want our freedom back. And the government has made it very clear that the um, the roadmap to freedom is vaccination. So we, we need everyone to get the jab. And it's all on YouTube, and I believe you've got it on all the streaming services, so people can just type in the words that you've mentioned there. It's a very catchy song. I've got that tune because I listened to it last night, and I've got it stuck in my head now. So well done on that, because it's hard these days to uh, get in a bit of an earworm together. Yes. Well, it's it's um, it's a, um, quite a punchy little um, punk ditty. Um, we wanted to make it um, um, you know short and punchy, and, and uh, I suppose... We had the frustration of having to make a film clip in lockdown. So, um, as is the case with, with a lot of um, creativity at the moment, it's been restricted by the rules of lockdown and the, and the pandemic. So, we, we want, originally wanted to make a film clip at one of my bars and show a, show a scenario with a crowd and a scenario without a crowd, but that wasn't possible due to lockdown rules. So, each member of the band had to get creative with their phone at home and then we had to do the... Um, editing process. I think it's come together um, uh, quite well and I just noticed reading the paper a couple of weeks ago that, that, that there was a feeling that young people were perhaps a little bit reluctant um, to um, get vaccinated. Of course another issue was because they couldn't there wasn't any vaccinations for them but, mm. but we just wanted to really prompt people that, that um, you don't want to get lazy and get idle and sit back and you know wait because every day you wait is another day that we're in lockdown. And um, Melbourne and Geelong know better than any other cities in the world um, how painful it is. I mean, I, I now refer to Australia as the lucky country because we've been locked up more than anywhere else. And uh, the harm, both um, emotional, um, social and economic, is really starting to take a toll. So if, if it means just um, getting a jab so that we can um, um, find a pathway to, to freedom and, and in the musical context, vaccine concerts and festivals and gigs, which I enjoyed doing in the summer of 2019, 2020. It's been you know, coming up on two years. Um, I want to be back there. 
And uh, you guys up there in Melbourne, I mean, you've really copped it. I think it's uh, day 213 in lockdown for you here in regional Victoria and Geelong. We've still had the lockdowns and it's been tough enough, but we've had a bit of a reprise. But I just can't imagine what it's been like for you guys up there uh, with just the months and months and months of straight no-ending lockdowns. It must be so much more wor- worse than even what we're copping down here in Geelong. Oh, I think we're all... <laughs> they say that, um, you know, we're all in the same boat. Um, I don't think that's true. We're all in the same storm. Some people are in a luxury yacht, some people are in a canoe, and some people are drowning. Mm. And um, at the moment, I feel like I'm just... Uh, I'm in a leaky canoe, and things are getting worse. I mean, the government's not saying it at the moment, but if we're waiting for, for zero um, community cases, given the number of cases in Victoria, and especially the number in um, New South Wales, well... It's just not going to happen. We face the reality of being in lockdown until Christmas. The only way we're going to get out of lockdown is to get full vaccination rates of a minimum of 70%. So get out there and get the jab if you're sick and tired of being on your couch. I mean, the, 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 the toll on, on, children, on young people's education, um, on people's anxiety is astronomic. And um, we've just got to, we've got to make a move. We've got to be proactive and follow the rest of the world's um, example. Can you tell me the story of the Cherry Bar? Uh, how did you feel when you first heard of COVID uh, back last year? And how have you responded? Okay, well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, when I first heard about it, I, I, I thought at the very worst that um, we'd be dealing with, it, with this issue until, say, May last year. Yeah. That it was something like SARS... Um, the virus in the past that was going to pass um, quickly. Um, now, I mean, I also own a Hotel Westwood Footscray and, and Yaya's, which is a nightclub in um, Smith Street, Fitzroy. Um, Yaya's has now been closed to- in total for more than 55 weeks since um, March last year. So that's over a year. And, of course, um, this is not about me, but I'm sure there's many people listening who have got similar um um, stress put, put on put on them by the pandemic, but with the case with um, uh, Yaya, you know, we've been paying full rent, and we've been um, having to pay insurance, and you've got staff members who you want to retain, who um who are full time people. So the costs have continued with um zero in- income. So that's been absolutely um diabolic, and there's because of a ripple effect in the fact that it doesn't just affect the owners of the business. Um, I mean, who want to work in hospitality at the moment? There's no, there seems to be no future in it. You, you, it's a real worry to, just to retain staff and to, and to get staff. And Melbourne um, is considered to be the live music capital of the world because we have more um, music venues per capita than the other city in the world. And um, yet we're, we're, we've got no music on our stages. That, that, that reputation, that soul, that we that we have is disappearing. And how did you feel this year in terms of COVID? Because I think a lot of people perhaps thought, well, we've gone through a very tough time last year, the second wave, we've beaten that now, it's uh, clear skies ahead. Are you surprised it was spent probably almost as many days in lockdown this year as we did last year? Yeah, um, very surprised and, and very disappointed. I think, I think what happened was... Um, uh, we did such a good job containing the early um, strains 
of the coronavirus that we thought that we had it in check. And I think um, our federal government got a bit lazy in terms of um, vaccination um, recruitment and importation. And while there was, um, even though we were suffering down here in Melbourne and Geelong, um, Sydney um, spent almost a year, my, my um, friends who own bars like, like mine in Sydney, um, they were pretty much open from May last year for nearly a year. And uh, while that was the case, um, there was no sense of urgency about vaccination and, and no real concerns about the coronavirus. But then we move on to the Delta strain and then um, fine, uh, and then unfortunately, um, but inevitably, the virus um, spreads massively throughout Sydney and New South Wales. And it was a, it was a, um, a cattle prod to the federal government and to Sydney um, businesses when they found out the reality of it. And um, uh, that's resulted in in all of us being aware of the fact that, that we we were too calm and we were too relaxed about the virus because we did such a good job containing the largely non-infectious from last year and definitely more infectious and transmissible um, version, thankfully a lot less fatal. And um, the ramifications of that are that we're really... Um, we can't be going in doing this lockdown yo-yo approach because we're never going to get out. And no other city or no other country in the world is pursuing a zero, zero community cases um, target because it is just totally and absolutely unrealistic in 2021. The only way out is vaccination. And I understand it's a very divisive issue that mm. some people who don't want to get vaccinated and respect choice. They don't have to get vaccinated if they don't want to. But when there comes to another outbreak or if there, there come, it comes to, comes to Christmas, next time there's an outbreak, you stay at home on the couch because I've had enough of it. My children have had enough of it. I want to go back to work. Actually, just to that point, I don't know if you have a view about businesses saying you have to show that you've been fully vaccinated before we let you in. Do you think that idea could work and could take off? And is it actually practical for your business to say, you've got to show me that vaccine certificate on your phone before we let you in? It's a very um, controversial position to take at the moment. But I personally think that's where we're going. I think that businesses that want to be, that want to, that want to open, yesterday I noticed that, um, uh, Chapel Street traders in the Paran area have, have uh, approached council saying we want to open only for people with vaccination passports. Um, at the moment in, in France, you can't get a restaurant booking unless you have um, a vaccination uh, passport. They're even talking about people um, having picnics in New South Wales, provided you've been um, vaccinated. So, um, uh, I mean, if you're a licensee and a holder of a liquor license, um, you're always by the statement of the liquor licence, always being entitled to refuse entry. So um, legally, you are allowed to say you can't come in if you haven't been vaccinated. So legally, it's, it is 100% justified. It's, it's a controversial state status to take, but at the end of the day, it's a choice. And my comment to the people who are not vaccinated is, well, you've made the direct choice to um, not get vaccinated, so you've made the choice to stay at home at the couch, which is where we've been for the past year and a half but we've found a way to get off the couch, and that is um, to be vaccinated and to believe in science and, pro- and progress, just like we did with um, polio and r- rubella and 
dozens of other diseases in the past. And how is your business going this year? Because you've spent all this time in lockdown, but you haven't had the same supports, like, for example, the uh, the JobKeeper payment from the government. So what does that mean for the bottom line of your business? And I don't know, how do you keep going? I mean, people say every time we have a lockdown here in Victoria, oh, if there's another lockdown, you know, businesses will close and people's mental health will be pushed to the brink. And yet we just seem to have one after the other. I think we're in lockdown seven here in regional Victoria and you're in lockdown six up there. Yeah, it is very difficult. Um, I personally think that um, uh, I should flick the switch on JobKeeper and bring it back. Uh, it's needed. Um, uh, we've had some fairly... Um, I mean, we have had good government support in terms of grants, but ultimately that money is its like a Band-Aid for survival. It's in no way can it cover the wound which has been um, created um, by the pandemic uh, and the lockdowns. In my case... I mean, they talk about that comment about pivoting. Well, I've been pirouetting like a ballerina. We, we do, um, we do cocktail deliveries on the weekend. I used to be a bar owner and a booker. Now I'm a cocktail delivery guy out, um, and have, and we have come down to Geelong in the past delivering cherry cocktails and started the concept of, um, cherry membership where I encourage 400 people to pay a dollar a day to be cherry members and, like the old school 90s, which you get the, get the medallion and it titles you to um, certain benefits, um, 15% off drinks and access to special gigs. And what that's allowed is I've effectively got my punters, my Cherry Massive members, to pay my rent. So at the end of every month, they get a direct debit from their credit card and that pays my rent. So these are all the different ways that we're mm. forced to think differently to survive. And, and Cherry Bar will survive. They'll... I'll drag my corpse out of Cherry Bar before I let the doors close. But um, it's a it's a it's a real struggle. It's becoming very very frustrating. It's like um, uh, pressure on your family life and everything else. Um, and you know, I never. <laughs> it wasn't until you had these lockdowns that I realised I'm not ready for retirement. I, it's not good for me. I mean, I'm desperate for the bars of Melbourne and Geelong to open so I can start drinking less. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a good point in itself. Look, thanks so much for being on the program. I love those innovations that you've got there, and I'm really pleased to hear that you've at least got some money coming through the door because otherwise it would just be a total nightmare. Um, and good luck with getting that message out there and getting your song out there. Uh, I think you've done a great job, and it's a, a catchy tune. So well done, and let's hope that maybe in a few months' time we might be out of this and a cherry bar might be reopened for longer than just a couple of weekends. I certainly hope so. Thank you for your time, Mitchell. Have a good day. Thank you very much. James Young there, who is the nightmare of Melbourne. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.